2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: Invest Pod
2: This
3: is Invest Podden with Ronja and Ted. And today we have two fine ladies from Norsken Foundation here. Tove and Agathe, welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much.
0: Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs)
3: We're super excited to talk to you because you and I have met before and I know that you have a lot of opinions about this industry, which is amazing. So let's get started. What is Norsken, Tove?
0: Yeah, so Norsken Foundation was founded about two years ago now uh, by Niklas Adalbert, who was one of the co-founders of Klarna. And his ambition with Norsken is really to use both the capital that he gained through that journey, but also his experience as an entrepreneur and especially within tech to help make the world a better place. Uh, So our vision is to optimize the world for people and planet and today we work towards that vision in three ways. Uh, so, we have the Norskin House here in Stockholm, where we host 350 members from 120 different companies and organizations, all also working towards that vision. Uh, we have two in house initiatives, which is basically companies that we have started and uh, founded and built a team around ourselves um, with super strong impact, quite high risk. Uh, and then we have the Norskin Founders Fund, which is basically our investment vehicle. Um, so, that's Norskin today.
3: You talk about in, in investing with impact what is that I got that
4: It's really combining and finding companies that make a positive impact on people and planet. And us as an investor, we're really focused on finding cases where you can combine both impact and profit. And we still today find that there is huge misconception in the industry as a whole that that social entrepreneurship is not for return-focused investors. So in a way that we see that with the Norken Founders Fund, one of our missions is also to prove that those are not mutually exclusive things that you can really combine both impact and profit so that's uh those are the cases that we're focused on today to really find companies that somehow make our lives better so
1: let's uh, let's mm -hmm. get rid of that misconception once for all what's the return of the investments you're looking at what kind of return are you looking for
4: so, we look for commercial returns similar to any other venture capital investors. Which is? Uh, most venture capital funds will target uh, 20% or so IRR over their, their uh, lifetime.
1: In a fund, yes, but it will be basically 10 times the money for each and every one of the ventures. Is that the same for you guys?
4: so we make our own assumptions in the end of the day uh, we're early stage investors and as much as we believe that every single case has the potential to of succeed course. we know that the statistics in the entrepreneurs uh, space are scary so we very much know that, uh, that that roughly half of the companies we invest today may not do as well as we think but as long as you have few true success cases you can still deliver those fund returns
1: yeah absolutely and that's the way for all vcs right but uh, i I just wanted to get rid of the misconception that you're Mm. still looking for like the five to ten returns on each and every case Mm. but on the fund level the 20 percent that's what you get
0: yeah absolutely cool how many companies have you invested in so far so we now have 13 uh, companies in our portfolio uh, and uh, so the fund went operational about a year ago, and we did we've done ten ten investments approximately during the first twelve months.
3: And wow. how much money do you invest? What's the what's the smallest ticket
0: size and the biggest ticket size? Uh, so our initial investment is typically between three and five million sec. Is and that an idea or is it uh, when you have traction, proof of concept? So then it's uh, typically when you have proof of concept. So you have typically had a uh, friends and family round and uh, sort of built an MVP and t- try that out on a smaller sample or a smaller customer group. And then uh, you raise the seed round and then that, that's typically when we come in.
3: And then what was the uh, the maximum amount that you would invest
0: uh, so, I mean, it, it very much depends on, of course, how the, the company develops, um, but we, we, with the companies that perform very well, we are hoping to invest up to 20 million or something. Kroners or... Croners, yeah, it was just yeah, money bags. That's a lot of money.
1: That's a, that, that is a lot of money, but it's also very much needed before you actually get attraction. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. That's true. And we see that whenever we talk to entrepreneurs, the ability to follow on is extremely important to to entrepreneurs, and, and as well one of the, I guess, industry wide shared uh, knowledge is that. The best companies, they choose investors. And and when they choose investors, the ability to follow one through multiple rounds is extremely, extremely important.
3: Where does this fund come from? Is this just Niklas or is this several people or where, where does the money come from?
0: Uh, so we have four investors in the fund, and Niklas is of course one of them, um, but it's four Unicorn founders, uh, so it's Sebastian Knutsson from King, it's Carl Manne from Mojang, and it's Philip Tessander from Dalin- Daniel Wellington Watches. That's a lot of experience, do you yeah. get one-on-one meetings with them if you get an investment from
3: the foundation? Uh, you can get. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no promises made. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. yeah, but it's, uh, or advisory board or something? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, uh, uh, Niklas is of, of course the one who's most involved um, and he has met all of our portfolio companies um, and then uh, the other investors we invite for um, Founders Summit where we collect all our founders and uh, they get to meet them then.
1: Wow, that's amazing. And yep. especially what you said, Ronja, with all the experience that you can pull yep. together and also with all the other companies you have at Norgen mm. uh, at Norgen House. Mm. Well, so so we, we established that the returns are the same as for VC or anyone else in this this step. What's the criteria? I mean, what does it mean to be a social entrepreneur in your terms? Uh, What's the other criteria?
4: The most important criteria is really that the impact that the company is creating is deeply, deeply embedded within the business model that for every single unit of sales, you're also creating a unit of impact. And and the cases that we love especially much is where the business model is t- truly disrupting an existing value chain. Uh, the best uh, example that we have is uh, food waste. So we have done quite a few inv- investments in the feud- food waste value chain. Uh, none of these companies are competing with each other, but each one of them are really disrupting the, the value chain. So we have at the bottom of the chain, we have a company called Ignitia, which is providing better weather forecasting for small scale farmers in tropi- tropical climates. Uh, farmers depend on weather forecasts. So if we can improve that, we can improve the farming yields. So we grow food more. So again, hugely disruptive in in that sense. We are we're investors in Motsmart that again are addressing food waste at the food producer level. We're investors uh, in Why. waste that's dealing with food waste at grocery stores we're investors in karma addressing restaurant food waste and just recently we invested in a company called Olio which is addressing food waste in our fridges wow and and we love these cases where challenges are addressed in a systematic way that that these business models are there to stay and, and that's that's, uh, that's
1: incredible and I mean for I know you Ron you're very into eating the right kind of foods nutritions and things but mm. there's been this big discussions about uh, the GMOs and the manipulating the genes of things but actually the real problem turns out to be transportation and logistics and Mm. other things (laughs) and by addressing those things we might even get healthier people Mm. might be a lot of other things as well yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: really cool i can really see why you guys are addressing those issues
0: Mm. what did you do before this uh, personally, uh, yeah. How do you get into yeah, this? how do we get here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I studied at the Stockholm School of Economics, uh, and um, after studying there, I mean, it's basically two routes you can go. Either you go to management consulting or you go to investment banking. I chose uh, management consulting and spent five years at Bain and Company. Um, during one of those years, I was on a secondment for the World Childhood Foundation. And I think that's when I realized, you know, that the magic that can happen when you combine business frameworks and business thinking in a more purpose driven organization. And that really made me realize that this is what I want to do. So after that, uh, I really strived to find more assignments in that space. Um, And before I I joined Norscan, I was working for Includera Invest, which is another organization supporting social entrepreneurs, helping them really find um, financial uh, sustainability and and make them scalable. Um, So I worked there for five years before joining Norscan.
3: Great. And what about you? I know you lived in London for 12 years.
4: Yeah, exactly. So I studied and worked in London and New York for 12 years before moving to Sweden. And my background is, as to have said, coming out of a business school, you know, there were two routes, the banking and consulting. I went for the other one. I Ooh. went for the banking route. <laughs> so I started my career at Morgan Stanley uh, in investment banking and then later moved into private equity investing, which I did for six years. And and But I have always had entrepreneurship in the back of my mind. And then I was finally responding to the... The calling and and was crazy enough to join two founders who were just thinking about starting a fintech real estate investment platform so I joined them as the first employee partner and and together we launched a company called brickwest and I was part of the journey from growing the company from zero to 40 employees uh, doing pretty much every role under the Sun <laughs> as as you do when you're you're part of the startup and and uh, we raised nine million dollars series a round Now the company is in a Series B stage. But subsequently, uh, I I, I wanted to move to Sweden. Uh, My husband is Swedish, so that's how I ended up here. And how I ended up with Nordkön was that first I was thinking that, okay, I know investing. I know startups. Now I really want to do venture capital. And so I started to look around, talk to people and very quickly found Nordkön and up until then, I didn't know that you can do what we do for a living. <laughs> that impact and, and those kind of things have been huge personal free time hobby. And, and when I saw the role at Norcan, I was like, I can really do this for a living? I mean, this is, this is crazy.
3: <laughs> they will pay
1: me to do this. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a great experience you guys can't wait. It must be a, re- be a big resource for the companies. Yeah, because you're be a best.
3: small team as well doing this. Yeah, it's just the two of you, right? It's yep, the two of us doing the day-to-day work. <laughs> and then we
0: have a lot of experienced people around us that, mm. that we I can get, go to for advice.
3: But how many companies do you go through like in a week or a month or something?
0: Um, we, we put together our quarterly pipeline, and that's typically between 150 uh, and 200 companies that we look at each quarter. That's a lot. It is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: okay, so there's one thing that I've been thinking about lately, and I'm
3: sure you've seen this, Ted, and you guys, um, that each company that I talk to, even though it isn't really social entrepreneurship and it isn't really impact, but they're trying to spin it that way. Do you see that a lot? Because yesterday I talked to a company and they were like, well, we're really focusing on we're doing this thing, but we, we, we're, for us, it's really important that uh, it's equal. Uh, we both want to hire men and women
2: Uh, (laughs) surprise (laughs) surprise
3: (laughs) and I was like great (coughs) good on you Uh, (laughs) and uh, we we try to only buy organic stuff for our fridge at the office I'm like awesome Uh, which really doesn't have anything to do with the business Uh, Mm. do you see this a lot
0: yeah we do get some cases where you you really try to tweak the impact do you have a fun story there maybe no, not this particular story, but I mean, people say like, yeah, we create jobs. It's quite common. Oh, no, that's doesn't I mean, yeah. <laughs> So that's uh, yeah, one example, but I don't think we have a super creative story about it. Yeah, but it's a tough question.
4: And, I, and that's the question that we deal with every single day, because in the end of the day, Startups do solve problems. If you are not solving a problem, you don't have a business case. So, in in that sense, of course, every single startup is creating impact in some shape or form. So then, usually, our our response to that is that you know, yes, there is economic impact, but at the moment, you know, our priorities are in different categories like healthcare, education, financial inclusion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hmm. So I think now we think more about. Uh, we don't want to say that no, you're not creating impact. What now we're more saying that you know it doesn't fall within our focus areas at this very moment Mm.
1: so so sorry just you triggered me a little bit about the focus areas because I would have thought uh, like a natural sort of um, the next step or a third step or maybe next year or five years I don't know that you guys would look at what are the biggest problems in the world and how do we gather the best brains around entrepreneurship to try to solve those problems do you go that way or do you actually mostly like the rest of us VCs and investors look at what's out there and then see if it fits?
4: At the moment, we're more opportunity led. Uh, that that again, we have the areas that we're passionate about. But yeah. in the end of the day, the pipeline uh, is is more opportunistic in that way. But there certainly are industries where where we don't see enough solutions. And then whenever we we are on occasions like this or on the stage, we say, "Please create more solutions in this space." <laughs> you know, take the industry, rip it apart, identify the challenges, mm-hmm. and come up with solutions. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because Mm. I'm thinking about like your experience from uh, Bain and his management consultant Mm. as well and your experience that it would be easy, well, not easy, it's always difficult, but an easy way to say that this is where we have the most impact on the the humanity for Mm. right now. And, and that leads me to the second question, which is: uh, Do you only invest in Swedish companies? Uh,
0: no, so we have a Nordic focus, um, but we and Baltic uh,
1: maybe or just Nordic?
0: Could be Baltic, given <laughs> we have. I, <laughs> <on the team. laughs>
1: I just had to ask. Yeah, that. exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, but we also have done a couple of international investments, so two investments out of the UK. And we have quite a broad mandate, so we, if we find something super exciting, we are going to pitch it to our investment committee.
1: Excellent. So, mm. if there's a real cool solution there for a big impact humanity <clears throat> humani- problem, oh, sorry about that. that the, I don't know what that happened. <laughs> uh, then you would be able to invest in that and you support it.
0: Um, yeah, most likely. Mm. Yep. So, if
3: I'm a startup listening to this and I want uh, an investment from you guys, how do I start? And yeah. let's say I don't live in Stockholm, I live really far away and I don't really have the money to even go to Stockholm.
1: Can I just email? What do I do? Like so the mom. I mean, our preferred... Uh, ha, ha.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, our preferred way would be that you go on org and you find uh, the place where it says apply for an investment. So so that's our preferred route that each, uh, each, each, each entrepreneur that's looking for financing goes through our application. But in reality, we get approached in all different kind of ways. LinkedIn, cold emailing, introduction. Etc.
3: and I have you been uh, sorry but have you have someone approached you through Instagram that happens to me mm. I was like I think that is very creative yeah first the email if they don't get a reply LinkedIn if that doesn't work <laughs> Instagram Then I'm like wow you're you're keen that's cool I <laughs> had
1: someone chase my whatsapp the other day I'm like how did you find my number here
3: really yeah oh nice well mm. see someone
0: really wants your attention yeah. <laughs> I love the entrepreneur f- persistence exactly. <laughs> Ingenuity. Yeah. Yeah.
1: it's very important
0: it's really no shame in chasing uh, investors so that's that's I mean, good it says a lot about the personality if you sort of don't don't give
3: up to a certain extent yeah, just don't wait
0: outside of doors exactly. that's not persistence. that's weird <laughs> <laughs> yes
3: that's right yeah. okay so through the website but you get approached in every way but I know that uh, when you were on the panel that uh, we met the other day you talked about uh, where my introduction is always the best option but not everybody has the right contacts Is it, can they still be seen by you?
4: Absolutely. And and that's one of the, I know that over and over again, I hear this, you know, don't bother if you don't get an introduction. And I truly believe that it's not true that if you have a really interesting business idea and if you ha- have really great first user attractions, investors are going to pick it up. It's just what you have to do is then do the cold approach, but really make in the, he- the headlines so clear that the investor wants to pick it up. So I, I really think that it's not a waste of time to cold email cold call or or, mm. or or approach
3: the investors in any way you can think of you just you have a point there just be very clear in your email what it is that you want mm. yeah because I know that you a lot of people contact you through LinkedIn or email and it's not maybe always clear what it is that they want <laughs> no <laughs> sometimes
1: it's kind of foggy and I've been around for a while but uh, still wondering about this other email the other day yeah yeah because uh, some,
3: sometimes both of us we need to reply yeah. this is great but how can I help why are you contacting me yeah, mm. yeah.
1: but I like what say and i totally agree with that if when it is an idea or when it's easy to conceive or understand where it is then i will always pick up the phone and Mm. i will always answer Mm. yeah absolutely
3: so what's your horizon for your vc is it five years 10 years for companies to do an ipo or get bought by someone else
0: we have a quite long time horizon uh, given that we understand that it takes time to create the impact and so we're typically looking at uh, 10 to 15 years which is a lot longer than that's than a long the industry time average
1: yeah well it's uh, i mean if you look at the vcs trends right now you look at the 10 years plus 1 plus 1 and then they started 1 plus 2 plus 1 plus 3 and then you look at the <laughs> pe industry and you see that the, they're raising funds for 15 to 20 years mm. now because you can't expect fast results mm. i mean good things will have to take some time yeah. so that's really great but you you don't have a you don't have an evolving fund or a green uh, i mean you you have a real vc fund so it will actually yeah. cease to exist in 15 years
0: yeah the first fund yeah the first fund <laughs> yeah, that's right you yes. can
1: always raise a second fund yeah. of course yeah.
0: we're really hoping that this is just the beginning of course it is yeah. no.
3: so for someone who's listening to this having a startup thinking maybe this is impact maybe what will you not invest in so it's very clear
4: we will not many times uh, we, we see a lot of opportunities of companies that are pitching to us saying that you know f- we'll give away 10% of our profits to charity or, or what mm. we call the Tom <coughs> shoe model, you know buy shoe pairs, a uh, pair of shoes and then give one for f- away for free. Mm. We do not invest in that. What we invest is really where you're fundamentally mm. disrupting something in, the, in a value chain that needs disruption. Mm. Uh, so, so we would not invest in, in these
0: giveaway charity cases. Mm. I think also scalability is worth mentioning here. And so we're focused on tech investments and that usually that is usually software solutions. And why we think that is so important is that we're hoping to enable an impact unicorn, so a business that positively impacts one billion people. And to really get that effect you need to have a super scalable business model. So I I love
1: that vision. So say that again. So so the the unicorn in your term, what is that? Uh,
0: so it's a company that positively impacts one billion people.
1: Wow. That's
0: really really cool. Cool. Did Mm -hmm. you guys come up with that or is that
3: an expression that I missed out on?
0: I would like to say yeah. we coined the term yeah. but I don't know <laughs> <laughs> not 100% sure but it's definitely in Norskian's DNA. Yep.
4: Yeah, but the best the best test for is this an impact company or not is to really ask yourself could the company switch off the impact element somehow mm. magically mm. one day down the line and if the, if the answer is yes, you know, it's easy to say like I'm not going to give away 10% of my profits anymore or I'm not going to buy, you know, biodegradable sources anymore mm. um, but, but the true impact cases you can't
3: switch it off it's mm. so embedded in the business model and, that and so good. that's the best mm. test that, that's that's
1: was, that was a really good test the acid test
3: yeah because I think it, it, for some people it seems to be very unclear what impact is and mm. hiring both men and women mm. uh, is not impact mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> and also I got an email the other day where uh, there is a company they were starting so they, they want to make sure I just want to be clear like this isn't really impact they said well we don't want to hire a stereotypical man 30 and I was like okay that's cool we also want to hire people that are overweight uh, that has and I was like wait what now? Mm. I was like, this, wait, no, this is not it. What? This mm. is just weird. Well, I thought okay. I
1: just had a chance to get this job.
0: Mm. <laughs> Damn.
3: <laughs> it's a, the thing is, when you get an email like that as an investor, when someone says, we want to hire people of all origins, so it's like, mm. yes, of mm. course. Yeah. That's just that's the thing. It's not social entrepreneurship anymore. That is mm. just fucking common sense. Yeah. Excuse me for cursing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but, it, but I don't think we can talk about entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship in the same way anymore. Mm. Because if you are doing something douchebaggy, nobody will want to invest, even mm. if there's a return of investment. Maybe no. some will, but most people won't because you yeah. want to invest in stuff that will actually have a positive impact on the world. Yeah, um, small or big.
4: Yeah. And to be honest, I've never heard any investor in the world say, I really want to invest in bad companies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so no, exactly. but fine if
3: you want to invest to make a lot of money, right? Mm. But um, I today, if someone were to offer to invest in, uh, I don't know, uh, energy that isn't clean or whatever, mm. it, it would be weird well they're yeah.
1: building new battery battery factories in Poland right now powered by coal mm. so you know mm. there, there's a difference between batteries and batteries trust yeah. me yeah. in Sweden we have water power mm. they mm. have coal power mm. it's different
3: yeah but if someone were to say in Sweden is that we think we should go back to coal we should do that mm. do you want to invest wait what no mm. it's just weird uh, we don't want to invest in, in unclean or douchebags I have a non-douchebag policy I've talked you about, about that talk before you
1: might want to talk to one of these uh, government agencies uh, we have in Sweden, actually. We'll talk about that later on.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. do some
1: crazy investments.
3: Yeah, but do you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, it's very unclear sometimes for people yeah. what is impact and what is not. And saying yeah. I want to hire people from different origins, that is yeah. not impact. That's that is just, just common sense. Sector.
1: So yeah, exactly. I, I, I got to ask something else. So so the investment part, that's what you guys do. And then you have all these people around Norskjön, Norskjön mm. House. And uh, do you get a lot of people who are there and they're like, uh, they're... I don't know instead of becoming a nun or something they come to Nordsjön I mean do we get some crazy people there or do you get only sane people or I mean (laughs) this is yeah and I have to ask because for the rest of us in the investment community Mm -hmm. we would guess that uh, I mean we've seen this in a couple of other places co-working places where you ask yourself are they really entrepreneurs Mm. or are they really on something after school I'm Mm. not really sure do you get real entrepreneurs I guess my question is
4: Well, I think all entrepreneurs are a little bit insane in some shape or form. They have to be. Amen. Yeah, exactly. No, but we we really get a huge diversity of of entrepreneurs. And especially if you talk about the impact investing space, there is a, you know, I'd say that it's probably, I don't know, 50-50 split between entrepreneurs that don't think of themselves as social entrepreneurs and they just come from business, finance background and are just happen to be in the space Hmm. and the other half are others that are more driven from By the impact the side that the they, impact. They, yeah. Yeah. they've worked in the non-profit space or mm. or governmental space or so mm. on and, and now they've turned into the entrepreneurs mm. so it's either or
1: yeah mm. Be- because you you are gathering a lot of people you came in a very short time now we invested already in 13 companies mm-hmm. that's a lot of work in one year already so you guys are really really hard working and the people I met around your and house, house and everything mm. they've been really serious and passionate about what they're doing
3: yeah they're super Committed, they
1: are. Mm. Yeah, we've Absolutely. had some
3: North Korean companies here, Clarity, Competencer, mm. mm. uh, and I've tried to get Nicholas to mm. come here, but uh, no, <laughs> hint, hint, hint. He's,
1: he's busy trying to help the entrepreneurs. The world, <laughs> <laughs> the world, <laughs>
3: um, great. But uh, since you just started out, I guess you don't have any. Any companies have done an IPO or
0: sold yet? Right? No, not yet. Oh. Is
1: that the purpose, by the way? I mean, will these companies do exits?
0: Yeah, we think so. Um, we do think that I mean businesses that perform well um, will of course do exit at some point, and we really hope that we'll have some of those in our portfolio. Great. And the way there are investors out there that are very
4: actively pushing for for exits that they have to hap- happen after X years, I mean we have the benefit of having a longer fund, but also our philosophy is really that as long as the business performance is good and as long as the business is growing, there is always wa- there are always ways to liquidate your investment to crystallize your return the company doesn't necessarily have to IPO it doesn't necessarily have to be sold mm. if the business is doing well there's definitely a secondary buyer out yeah. there who will want, want to buy your stake if you want to crystallize your return and uh.
1: that's that's really interesting and that's a trend that we've seen in the US quite a lot where uh, you can buy secondaries because most of the value of a company nowadays are done before you actually mm. go public yeah. or doing the uh, uh, IPO and uh, we'll probably see more of that in Sweden but we have seen in Sweden already we are seeing it in Sweden and I guess uh, looking at for instance Niklas himself he probably did a lot of his money that way as well
4: yeah. No, it's interesting, in, in, in sort of the companies, uh, as you mentioned, like w- if we have any any exits, we don't have any exits yet, but we definitely have companies moving in the right direction. That since we invested in early stage, they've gone on to raise Series A, and some are going on to raise Series B. So we mm. definitely see the positive trend, mm. and it's interesting within those companies that do move to the Series A, Series B stage, we see a lot of the early seed investors, smaller angel investors, taking the opportunity to crystallize their returns mm. because from seed to series A or series B that can already be a 4x return which mm. is fantastic if you're an angel investor and you've, yeah. you've delivered a 4x in, in two years
1: <laughs> well th- this is a, so So looking at the Swedish uh, or the Nordic ecosystem coming back me being a small business angel mm. I usually bescri- describe myself as the small algae eater in the right corner of the aquarium somewhere <laughs> in this small corner
3: oh my god you're so humble oh, yeah <laughs> Jesus but compared to these guys
1: you know but, uh, but, but Having said that, what, one of the things that we're missing in Sweden is really the liquidity of that capital. So mm. what you're saying makes me really, really happy, because some investors in the past never wanted to let the angels go and mm. get those three x, four x, five x, but they wanted them all the way through, which stopped them from investing in new companies and mm. going back again. Now, of mm. course, we did one or two parties on the way, but mm. then usually there was some money left to go back and invest again. Mm. But do you see that this is? So you're saying that you see. See this happening more and more now.
4: Definitely more yeah. and more, and I think it's extremely, extremely important because we need more angel investors. I mean, having very healthy angel investor ecosystem is, is fundamental for a striving startup yeah. ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And 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 in the end of the day, you know, we if 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 suddenly you're making a lot of money in real estate, then everyone wants to run to real estate. And if we have the role models where angel investors are making four x in in one or two years, that means that they'll tell their friends, and then their friends start invest in startups. And some of those will fail inevitably but but that spreading of the word and, and role models is, is super, super important. So we that, need that.
1: That is really interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: I love that you're saying healthy angel investors. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's but it's true good. because it's just, I mean, not angel investors are amazing people you want to deal with. It's just, it's people. Sometimes people are amazing and sometimes there are the few that you don't want to work with. Yeah. And so thank you for saying healthy because that is important. Yeah,
1: we, we want to work with the healthy We do. Yeah. Angels. I mean, yeah. I've
3: had a conversation with uh, all startups that I've had something to do with that you know Pick and choose your angel investors. Mm. Don't take this amount of money now, beca- if you because you really need it. But you, that person is not really going to work out for you because mm. you will not get rid of him or her. Yeah. Uh, then you're stuck forever, and it's like a dysfunctional family relationship where it's you not see each healthy. other. No, <laughs> and you see each other a few times a year, right? Yeah. And uh, it's like that awkward Christmas, Christmas oh. when you have that awkward <laughs> <January Christmas> <laughs> meeting.
1: Let's <laughs> not get too personal here. Yeah, it, is.
3: it is because you will not get rid of each other. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's so important I agree. decision so, to yes. choose
0: your right investors
3: right so. um, and another thing so what can you offer that other VCs can't
0: yeah. So I mean, first and foremost, it is the impact angle. So with every investment we do, we do a very uh, thorough impact due diligence, and I think that really puts a stamp of approval on on the business and the business model. So that's and, and the businesses and the entrepreneurs and also the other co-investors typically like that we sort of hold that flag in in the business also after the investment. So that's that's one sort of unique selling point with Norskin. Um, yeah, because we hear that entrepreneurs
4: say that having that impact stamp really helps them to recruit people. Because mm. today, a lot of young people want to work in, in in impactful companies, and as well, it helps them to attract other investors. Mm. So, so that's probably the the most most important difference. But mm. again, uh, since uh, Norquin being an impact, everything we do is about impact. Mm. It it's sort of a natural self selection of people, and and what a lot of entrepreneurs have told us that they feel that we get a lot more personal personal with them. Mm. That we're really along for the journey in a much more mm. personal way and, and and that also
0: makes yeah. us very different. And from
3: then others. there's also a massive place where you can sit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And hang out with other people. We really try to put them in the limelight. So really, we, we want them to be the rock stars of our time. Because if we can make them the rock stars, then we'll have more people graduating from the top universities around the world, and you know, going out to start an an impact startup and help make the world a better place. If you invest, are you
3: required to sit at Norhen? No, no. So, is there any companies that you invest? Oh, well, except the UK companies. If there are Swedish companies, it's most common that they do sit there, right? Though. I mean, I would because it's oh. a fun place.
0: Uh, it's, it is it is a really fun place, uh, but it's probably optimal when you're between like three to 10 people. When you're more than 10 people, it's a little bit more efficient to have your own office space. For sure. So then you kick them yeah. out. You're like, you're fully grown. <laughs> we tell them <laughs> that way <we>, they graduate.
1: <laughs> Good luck. I mean,
4: for us as, as an investor, we're so, so lucky to have a house attached mm. to the fund because it becomes the best, best sourcing place mm. that sometimes if we meet an entrepreneur, Uh, that we really like we like the idea we like the business but it's still a bit too early for them we'll say you know please come sit in the house because Mm. then we can really get to know you Mm. uh, we can help you we can coach you and and then and and then one day we'll invest in you and we've done these cases so Mm. so as an investor i think other investors are jealous of us having that house attached to us because it's just uh, you know you never get a chance to do due diligence for six months but Mm. if they sit in the
3: house we get that chance yeah and you said coaching is that something that you do?
4: We definitely, offer, uh, uh, from, uh, we definitely offer a lot of help to, to all the entrepreneurs and, uh, of course, from our own backgrounds and expertise, but we also have a very active uh, advisory network. So any anytime that any of the entrepreneurs that we're in touch need, spe- need to address a specific topic, we'll always tap into the resources uh, around us.
3: Mm-hmm. See, see, so this is something that I... Uh, I mean, Ted, you've do, been doing this way longer than I have. But before, when I heard about VCs, I thought they were a bit scary... Uh, when I went to events with VCs, I'm like, oh my God, all these people that know so much and are finance and they're so cool. And uh, why am I in this room? But now when you get to know all the VCs, it's like, you guys are so cool. <laughs> 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 they are and so friendly, like, and really want to help people out. And especially now with your angle, with the impact and everything and mm-hmm. really caring about the company and you you want the company to be healthy and then grow from that mm-hmm. baby to somewhat a teenager and then kick them out to their own office, but mm-hmm. still be there for them. <laughs> it's like parenting, which is cool, right?
4: In a way, in yeah. a way, but we really, and, and again, I think, you know, we don't think of ourselves as, as, as the heroes in the room. It's, it's yeah. really the entrepreneurs and, yeah. and every time that I meet that special entrepreneur, I'm like, oh my God, they're so cool. They're way yeah. cooler than we'll ever
1: be, but, yeah. but, but, and, but yeah, they're but
3: the real heroes. They can make it without us, but we mm. can make it without them. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's
1: very true. Mm. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a privilege to work with these bright people and Mm. with these uh, passionate ideas, the things that we could never come up with on our own.
3: Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. Is there something else that you want to add before we finish for today? So uh, all of our listeners will know everything about you.
0: I think uh, one point to add is that, you know, Norsken and all our portfolio companies are constantly looking for uh, people to join this journey. Uh, So if you're interested in working in this space, uh, you can also go to our uh, webpage and you can find all the career opportunities there. Tour with you guys, Yeah, I'm in.
3: (laughs) Oh my man, that would be fun. (laughs) No, I love working with you Ted. It's so much fun. Okay, thank Thank you you. so much for coming. Thank you. Have Have a great day. Bye. 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 Tack för att du har lyssnat på Investpodden med Ronja och Ted. Glöm inte att följa våra sociala medier, Instagram, Facebook och Twitter. Och vi vill såklart höra ifrån dig. Så hör av dig till ronja at Ha det bra, vi hörs. Hej!